Welcome to Training for Godliness, the podcast program of Spiritual Fitness Ministries of Greenwood, South Carolina. I'm your host, Chaplain Gray Stallworth. For a long time, I felt like there is a compelling reason why being fit spiritually is important to our well-being. While we are to treat our bodies as a temple of the Lord, we have to remember that being spiritually fit has eternal implications. Paul tells us in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8, Physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better, promising benefits in this life and in the life to come. Sure, I promise myself I'm going to read the Bible more faithfully in the coming year, go to church more often, and serve others. But life gets busy and interferes with our best intentions. What if there was a way for us to train for godliness that we could sustain and remain motivated? I believe that if one can get started on a basic spiritual fitness program and establish good habits in doing so, then he can sustain the workouts. Please join me and some wonderful guests as we discuss some basic workout elements in the next several episodes here on Training for Godliness. My guest in today's episode is Eric Ellsworth of Indianapolis, Indiana. He recently retired as the CEO of the YMCA of Greater Indianapolis. He has always been a tremendous supporter of the Christian mission of the YMCA and is a man of strong faith. I've looked up to Eric for many years and have a ton of respect for him. Here's our conversation about inserting fellowship into your daily spiritual workout. I hope you enjoy. Well, today I have with me uh, Eric Ellsworth, uh, and uh, it's a real pleasure to have Eric on the line and join us for our podcast. Uh, Eric, uh, gosh, having recently retired, you got to find yourself uh, uh, having some, some pretty nice days, huh? Right. Uh, some Having some great days. I'm actually doing some things that I haven't been able to do for a long time, but uh, I'm only about two and a half months into my retirement after a 42-year career with the YMCA, and uh, anyway, it's uh, it was it has been a great career. I've loved it. I, I served in four different locations: uh, mm-hmm. Madison, Kentucky. I served in my hometown of Evansville, Indiana, Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, for about 12 years, and and last in uh, for 13 years in uh, the Indianapolis YMCA, um, where I served for 13 years. So. So it's been great, and now is a time of transition for me, a time of refreshment, and a time to seek the Lord on what He wants me to do next. That's great. That's great. And uh, you know, uh, Eric, I, we we go back a number of years. Uh, our paths have crossed many times, and and I've always had a great deal of respect for you. So I I really appreciate you taking some time to uh, to join me on my project and. Uh, uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about fellowship, and um, you know I think uh, uh, those times that that we've been together, we've enjoyed some fellowship together, and um, so I thought this was a natural uh, place for for you and I to connect in my project. So I do appreciate that. Well, thank you for thinking of me. I'm so glad you and I, as you said, you and I have been friends for a long time, and so we've enjoyed fellowship with one another and. Uh, just so glad for the topic today because it's really been an important part of my life is fellowship with other believers. Sure is. Uh, you know, one of the things that I'm trying to uh, 
developed for for listeners and and for folks uh, uh, in just in in the network is, you know, I wish I wish people would approach their uh, spiritual uh, life and and their spiritual fitness like some folks approach their physical fitness, and um, you know I think fellowship and doing it daily is a part of that spiritual workout. And um, so I just wanted to talk today about, you know, what are some ways that, that you feel like we can, you know, work fellowship on a daily basis, you know, into our routines and, um, you know, some things maybe that you've found uh, that, that you've uh, been able to do. And we'll probably now that your calendar is a little bit more of your own, may try to work into your into your daily routine. Uh, right. I uh I uh, was really fortunate. I, I um, became a Christ follower back in college when I was, uh, I think I was 19 years old, 19 or 20 years old, and uh, and uh, was really searching for the what's the what's the meaning, what's the purpose of life, and uh, I ran across some people on campus that were that just seemed to have a special light in their lives and they were uh they were different than all the other people on campus and and uh and I just noticed that they were had a particular joy about them and it wasn't until later after I watched them for a while that I realized what what I saw in them was just a re- a reflection of the life of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and uh and then uh I had a couple of uh, campus crusade for Christ gentlemen came and and uh, uh, basically witnessed to me in my dorm room, and uh, and I told them that uh, I would kneel uh, beside my bed and give my life to Christ, and and I did mm. that. And wow! Let me just say, no regrets. And, oh uh, yeah, it's been uh, such a powerful thing in my life. But then, uh, pretty soon after that, I I, uh, I had that fellowship of uh of campus crusade and we had weekly meetings so we had a weekly discipline where we had those meetings but really i was hoping for something more than that and so uh one of the uh, people that was a more mature christian than i was put together a bible study where basically we were spending time kind of digging into passages and we used a methodology called proapting i don't know if that is familiar with you but P-R-O-A-P-T. And so every day we would take a small section of the scriptures, just a few verses, and we would pray first, and then we would read, and then we would Mm -hmm. write down some observations. So that's the P-R-O, pray, read, observe. And then the A-P-T was apply and paraphrase. We'd write down a paraphrase of what we had learned, and then we would... Uh, we would also say, who will we tell about this? So uh, apt would be apply, write down the application of the scriptures, mm-hmm. and then paraphrase it, and then tell somebody. And That's uh, great. I, we did that all through the rest of my college career. And uh, let me just say, I got so close to these guys, and we had great fellowship all through the rest of our uh, years in college. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. everywhere everywhere I've gone, Gray, I've tried to find a group of men that I could uh, at least meet with on a weekly basis about what I was studying in the Word at that, you know, during mm-hmm. that particular. And sure. uh, God, God's been really faithful to me 
to um, to help me to find just the right guys to meet with. And uh, and I'm mm-hmm. still even in my retirement now. I'm with a group of about eight uh, eight people who we're in a real in-depth study of the Book of Romans right now, and just getting mm-hmm. so much of it, almost as if we've never read it before. How about that? That's terrific. That is great. Well, I think, you know, uh, reading the scripture, you know, uh, reveals to us that, that in the beginning, the, the first, the first church people, you know, this fellowship was one of the four main parts of what they did. I mean, the, the prayer and, and the, and the uh, learning, you know, from, from the others, you know, that was, those were, those were two. And then, you know, being in fellowship one with another was one of the, one of the chief things that they did together. And um, so that, that just brings our, you know, brings that a lot of clout <laughs> to fellowship uh, with, with one another. So um, I think that's, that's real important. Um, how, uh, you know, Eric, um, as, as people are so busy, you know, uh, I, I know, I know some opportunities for fellowship uh, present themselves. You know, a conference comes up, uh, you know, a meeting comes up, and, and we come across our friends, and, and so we have that opportunity to, uh, to join in and to, to chat and, and have some fellowship. Um, but if we're going to do it intentionally, um, you know, you're talking about a group that's intentional, um, can you can you think of some other ways that we can be intentional about uh, about finding these uh, ways to to fellowship with others? Well, one uh, one one thing that's kind of an, a natural way to uh, have fellowship is uh, is the way Jesus did with his disciples. He they broke bread together, and I was just mm-hmm. thinking, who doesn't like to have a meal together? I mean, that's it's right. a great. It's a great way to fellowship, and and uh, I know some a uh, uh, couple of friends of mine who uh, every week they have uh, another a different guest at their house, and they tell them in advance what they're going to talk about while they are, so that they'll be intentional in their meeting. They tell them about what, and uh, that they'll choose a topic, and sometimes it's a it's a, a Christian topic, sometimes a spiritual topic, but. Uh, but they'll ask them to be prepared in advance because we're going to talk about that. I thought that was really wow. a, a great idea. Sure, and, uh, sure. And then I just think there's so uh, uh, there's certainly a place for being a part of conferences and meeting and meeting together and doing group work together. But mm-hmm. uh, but uh, but I think just a just a casual meal. Uh, in fact, I remember. I can remember in college, we we were so fortunate that our uh, the person who was uh, our teacher, uh, Dr. Bill Lane at Western Kentucky University, he he helped to translate the NIV version of the Bible, and we were so fortunate because we had the chance to go to his church. Uh, uh, he had an inner city church in Bowling Green, Kentucky, but he would invite. Uh, uh, four or five students over to have dinner with he and his wife. And I remember wow. he, I remember how he started the meeting gray and you'll get a kick out of this, but, but he had this, uh, he said, well, I, I, I've got this can of peanuts that I, that I, uh, want to, uh, pass around. That'll be like our hors d'oeuvre for the evening. <laughs> and, and he, 
pointed at the knee, and when I took the top off of it, one of those springy snakes jumped out of the thing, you know, and uh, <laughs> and uh, just he just was, a, and he used as an icebreaker, and he got the biggest kick and the biggest laugh out of that. But then we, we just had great fellowship as the night went on. But he he was intentional about bringing out that can of fake peanuts. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> I just uh, 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 I don't know if I'd suggest that you know to, in today's times, but it sure it sure did <laughs> loosen us all up because we were pretty intimidated by him, and I think he probably knew we were going to be. So that's how he started the meeting. Sure. When we're fellowshipping like that casually with people, uh, that we ought to think about uh, not just inviting people who are just like us or just at the same place in their Christian walk, but people in all different uh, different uh, places mm-hmm. along, mm-hmm. along the path. And uh, regardless of their spiritual maturity or, uh, or even if they're hostile toward uh, things of faith, I think we still need to, we still need to be intentional about inviting all different kinds of people to be a part of uh, our fellowship. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think the, you know, uh, mentoring others is an important piece of uh, discipling others and, and, uh, that are different from us. Uh, uh, sometimes those people will, will, will really gain by that, by that, um, you know, interaction. And that's what it's about. I mean, that's, you know, it's about the relationship, but it's about, you know, growing in, in their relationship with Christ and, and faith with Christ. So um, I think that's a that's a great tip to to be thinking about that. You know, I think there's also that, um, you know, we've been talking about kind of horizontal, you know, relationships really uh, with, with the body of Christ. Uh, but we also need to think about, you know, being in fellowship with the Lord um, and right. ways, ways to do that in vertical, you know. Um, and uh, I think we have to do it. Often we have to make it intentional um, to to do that. So, um, gosh, there's so many ways that we can do that now, Eric. We, you know, we carry it on our phones. We got a Bible on our phones, you know, more than likely. <laughs> so, um, you know, there's a lot of ways to do that, isn't it? Yeah, there there are. You know, uh, one of the things that I've really enjoyed in these first couple of months of retirement is uh, I'm able to uh, to uh, sneak away to a coffee shop and spend time in the Word and not feel, you know, constricted by having to run to my next meeting. And I know not everybody's you know, a retiree, but but also, sure. you know, when, when I was out riding on my bike today, uh, I was riding down this trail, no no traffic on the trail, and uh, uh, I wouldn't recommend this for everybody, but I, I lifted my hands to the Lord and started to pray while I was on the bike. Mm. And uh, some people might say, "Hey, keep your hands on the handlebars." But I, but uh, <laughs> I, I really had some great prayer time. I was just thanking him for how beautiful everything was. Things are starting to bud, the trees and the flowers, and it just uh, mm-hmm. it was just. And I just it just made me think about his creation, and and uh, he put all kinds of you know. I really felt like it was a two way conversation that he was. I was I was uh, praying to him. And then I would just uh, listen and ride, and uh, it really felt, I really felt like it wasn't just a one-way communication that, that we were, you know, ha- we were in fellowship back and forth with one another. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. I, I um, uh, experienced that, you know, right after uh, retiring. 
uh, sitting on my back porch uh, during the quiet yeah. part of the day. The cars are not around the neighborhood. Everybody's off doing their thing. And and uh, one day even there was a, a light rain shower and, and just listening. You know, I just felt like me and God were just talking about, you know, the beauty that comes with the rain. And, and while it may seem kind of dreary today, it's going to bring this green and everything else that comes with that. And and uh, so I, I know I, I experienced that. And the other thing I wanted to share, uh, if I if you don't mind, I just wanted to share too that you know, sometimes when you're fellowshipping with the Lord uh, and you're in prayer, the Holy Spirit. It's sometimes it's not always just, "Hey Lord, uh, what a beautiful uh, creation you've made." Sometimes there's a there's uh, some correction in there too, where the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Hey Eric, you you really need to carve this part of your life out. You know this isn't this Absolutely. isn't uh, is it blessing me? It's uh it's uh it's something that uh, you need to uh, you need to make a change here, repent and and then make a change. And so uh, there were a couple of times today when I was when I was uh, enjoying that fellowship with the Lord, He was reminding me of things that I needed to do differently. So. So it's uh, not always just uh, praise the Lord and pass the bread. Absolutely. That's right. That's right. Well, I, I had written down recently, uh, I guess, from a church service, uh, the first line in a hymn, uh, and, and being a lover of music, you'll, you'll recognize it, leaning on the everlasting arms, uh, the first line, what a fellowship, what a joy divine. We lean yeah. on him in vertical companionship. You know, so, so, uh, you know, that, that fellowship, uh, it, it comes out in that hymn. So, uh, I just thought that was great that we certainly fellowship with him, uh, and, and find joy in that. Um, so, uh, that's great. Um, you know, I think our churches, uh, the more and more, uh, they, they probably have a lot of opportunities and, and I think we have to, we have to take advantage of those opportunities, you know, in, right. our, in our church, uh, uh, life and and in our congregation and and look for those small groups. Um, that's a great place to find that fellowship is in the small group ministries. And um, I know uh, in in our Y careers, we we came across those good small groups. Uh, whether it was a Christian leadership conference uh, uh, and the leadership people, or or you know those of us that visited there um, on occasion, we we had that small group and even. Even now, you know, we can continue to to correspond with one another and be in fellowship with one another, even though we're not present face to face. We we can continue that that on with with uh, with phone and with other devices uh, as we we uh, have made those bonds and, and continue right. those friendships. Um, yeah, so, in, our, uh, in our church, we have uh, what we call home groups, and so. You know, on a month on a monthly basis, we uh, get together in someone's home and and we uh, have uh, uh, you know some sort of a topical study that we do. But we also have a nice meal together. And then the other thing we do is, uh, from an action standpoint, um, so we're not just always pontificating about uh, about spiritual topics. We're mm-hmm. we. Uh, we have a ministry that we do with homeless individuals and we uh prepare meals for the for homeless 
individuals and homeless yeah. families. And uh, we mm-hmm. make that they, we make that kind of the ministry that comes out of our home group. So there's absolutely uh, there's the action element. There's the there's the uh, prayer, but also there's that we need to make sure that we're we're uh, uh, feeding the hungry, clothing the naked, and, and those disciplines that the Lord wants us to be a part of. Absolutely, I, that's real important. I've, uh, in, in in my role right now, uh, uh, small group ministries comes under my my responsibility, and and I've just asked all the small groups. Uh, you know, this time of year, would you would you consider some kind of a, you know, service to come out of your group? Um, it could be something real simple. Uh, it could be you know, whatever you want it. But but I really have encouraged them, and I I see the men's group is going to do something coming up real soon, and and I think some of the other groups are going to going to uh, take me up on my suggestion. So um, I think that's really really a good part is to really put that into action. So um, I think that's really, really very much a part of the, the fellowship. Well, that's Absolutely. great, gosh, Eric. I think we've, you know, we've talked about a couple of things, uh, you know, being intentional and taking advantage of opportunities that are that are around us and, and being with Christians by phone and social media. I love it that I can I can take pick up my iPad and do a Bible study uh, through that and, and can include friends if I want to, you know, with that Bible study and we can comment and, and see what each other is reading and what we've highlighted and, and those kind of things. Uh, so there's a lot of ways to do that. Um, and then being in fellowship with Christ, um, right. through, through our life and, and the, and the word and prayer. Um, so a lot of ways, you know, if somebody says, I, I just don't have time for fellowship, then they just, um, I think they just aren't approaching it with a broad, Broad mind, you know, and an open mind. Um, you, you can find ways to do it uh, if, if you want to. If it's, a, if it's important to you, you'll find a way. It is. And, and uh, a good way to start is by praying for if you're feeling like, gosh, I just really need to be, uh, have more fellowship in my life with other believers. I just, mm-hmm. I just start with prayer. And, uh, and I've just always found the Lord to be faithful to to put just the right people in front of me who have given me just the right invitations to be part of a fellowship group with them. So mm-hmm. so all mm-hmm. it is the desire and some prayer, and the Lord will assist us in things like that because because He knows how valuable it is in our lives. Right, 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 and and that's you know, and He He He's going to use us uh, to to bring about that um, and His, his purposes and and. Uh, you know, put people in our path. Uh, we we got to have our eyes open to it, though, don't we? <laughs> you know, we got to because they may not look like us and act like us. Um, there may be something different, but you know, he he'll he'll provide that and and uh, bring us bring us to that. So um, that's great. Well, we just uh, we probably need to start wrapping up. Uh, uh, and uh, just an opportunity is there is there something else that uh, you know anything else that comes to mind? Uh, um, about uh, you know this whole idea of fellowship and and being together with other believers. Yeah, I just uh, I just really uh, the scripture that keeps coming to mind is uh, you know uh, I just had a great bike ride today and and it, that's great physical training and and uh, that scripture that talks about how physical training is of some value but uh, spiritual training is is valuable in all things. 
I just think about the fact that, you know, sometimes we're, we're really focused on our, on our own, uh, mortal bodies and, and, uh, that's a great discipline. But if we can just try to find the balance to try to, to try to allow fellowship through prayer and, and, and meeting and being with other believers, uh, as seriously as we did physical training, you know, I think that would be, that would help us to have a more well-rounded, uh, spirit, mind, and body. So that was, that's one thought. And then, uh, I was, uh, a, a quote came to mind, um, uh, and I, I wanted to maybe paraphrase this quote a little bit. If you want your life to be a magnificent story, then begin by realizing that you're the author and every, every day you have the opportunity to write a new page. And I would just paraphrase that a little bit to say, you know, really, the, the Lord is the author and the perfecter of our faith. And so if we are close enough to him through, through that vertical fellowship that you talked about, then mm-hmm. he can help write that magnificent story if we yeah. allow him to. So mm-hmm. I, just want, I just wanted to share that. That quote was by a guy named Mark Houlihan. I don't know Mark. But it's a nice hmm. quote, but I, I would add <clears throat> to it. Absolutely. That is great. And the scripture you were talking about is, is 1 Timothy 4.8. And uh, it talks about the, the eternal benefits of, of the training for godliness. And, and that's, that's what this is all about, is uh, putting together a, a, a workout that, that is training for, for the eternal benefits uh, so that we might have those and enjoy those. And, and it does take work, just like a spiritual workout or, or a physical workout takes takes work. It takes discipline. So does the spiritual workout. It takes discipline. I found Margaret Thatcher, a, 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 a quote by Margaret Thatcher. She said, mm-hmm. plan your work for the day and every day, then work your plan. And that's what I want to encourage people to do is to, to work fellowship into their plan. And, and plan it for today and every day and then work the plan. Find a way to do it and then work it. Get it done. Cause that'll be, uh, it'll, it'll lead to eternal benefits. Well, thank you, Eric. Well, thank you. It's been a real pleasure to have you, have you on, uh, our podcast and, and, uh, it's, it's all, as always, it's, it's good to hear from you and, and chat with you. I, I cherish our friendship and, uh, I've always looked up to you and respected you and, and you're had a wonderful career in the Y, and you've, you've uh, touched many, many people. And uh, through that, and um, uh, through, I remember the days of our AYP uh, prayer mo- uh, mornings uh, at Blue Ridge Assembly, and and uh, Sir George Williams coming in, and then Eric Ellsworth comes in with his guitar, and and just <laughs> a wonderful fellowship and some wonderful memories there uh, that, that I can that I will remember and cherish for a long time. So thank you so much, Eric. Thank you, Grace, so much. And thanks for this encouraging call. I've been blessed by it. Thanks so much. Our thanks to Eric Ellsworth of Indianapolis, Indiana, for joining us. Remember that fellowship is all about relationships. Thanks for listening. Training for Godliness is a podcast program of Spiritual Fitness Ministries of Greenwood, South Carolina. You can find our blog at chaplaingray.blogspot.com. Remember, his faithful love endures forever. Until next time, this is Chaplain Gray.